You're now tuning to the Cosmic Convos Podcast. I'm your humble host, Harut, and I got my good brother here, Brother Ra. How you doing? Oh, uh, Hoot the Wapo, Tev. Doing all right, brother. Yo, I'm you, I'm you. Oh. Uh, Hoot the Wapo, Tev. Doing fine on this fine Sunday. How about yourself, King? Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good, man. You know, Sunday Sunday is a good day for me, man, so I feel, feel bright, fresh. You know what I'm saying? Ready to get at it. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Indeed, indeed, indeed. But uh, before we get too far, I want to remind you all that this episode is brought to you by Push It Forward Media Group, Calaprucia Astrology, and our good people over there on Patreon. Big up to you Or whatnot. And, um, you know, before we, we, we get rolling too much, I want to make sure that you guys make sure you remember to like and subscribe to this channel. And hit that notification bell so you can know when we're live, you know, which is important because on days like this, where we, we're dropping an episode on our not scheduled day, we usually drop on Wednesday evenings, but, you know, we owe y'all episodes, so we, we got it in this weekend. So, you know, if you subscribe, you hit that notification bell, you'll get notified when uh, this channel was going live with all the other podcasts and whatnot. But um, as far as being able to find us, you can find Push It Forward. On Instagram at P U S H I T F W D on Instagram. Um, and then you can follow us at Cosmic Convo on Instagram at C O S M I C C O N V O on Instagram from either one of those two outlets. You can find everything from charts, um, all of our contact information, everything like that to get at us. Um, Brother Ra, how can the people get a hold of you? Right now, you can hit me up on Astrology at gmail.com or via Facebook or IG at Shekamara. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. Nice and sweet. So nice and short. Nice, short and sweet. So, you know, um, we're at season four, episode 23 or whatnot. Big up to us. We only got two more episodes, man, before we hit that 100 mark. That good milestone and whatnot. So we got some good, good shows rounding up this season or whatnot, you know. Um, with this, I mean, last episode was was great. You understand what I'm saying? Last episode we did, man. We be getting a lot, a lot of good feedback from that, man. I, um, what, what, what about you, Rob? What you been uh, getting from that episode? Yeah, same thing, brother. A lot of good feedback. Everybody enjoyed. You know, we try to make it better and better and better as we go. Just keep y'all really uh, informed and interested. So, you know, hopefully, you know, this season in and out and even going into the next season, you know, expect, you know, big things. Indeed, indeed, man. Yeah, I got a lot of work to 
to do between here because I got to start chopping up these episodes because everybody, you know, some some people, you know, they 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 catch on to certain bits and pieces and, and then they go and watch the whole episode and stuff like that. It's just a lot of labor. You know, that's I mean, that's really the only excuse. <laughs> it's just a, it, it, it takes it's a lot of work you know, chopping up these episodes and, you know, putting them out and posting them and everything like that. So, um, but I'm definitely going to do that with these episodes, rounding it up. Um, the, as far as um, that last episode though, man, a lot of people got a kick out of uh, our Serena Williams segment. Yeah, I got to chop and screw that one. You got to chop and screw that one. For sure. Yeah. Cause I, you know, you, you pointed it out. But I, I just grabbed the picture, but I didn't realize I didn't even look at how my man was looking. Like, he was looking like, save me, help me. <laughs> yeah, he definitely looked like he had a battery in his back, didn't he? <laughs> indeed, indeed, absolutely. Yeah. Or whatnot. But um, yeah, I'm going to definitely chop that one up, man, because I think, you know, it's, it's, it's important things. You know, you can pull from it. And like I said, you know, um, from the very beginning, one of the kind of missions for this podcast is to kind of reframe the way that people look at astrology and what you can actually gain from it and what like the practical application of the science or whatnot. And um, I think today's episode is just kind of it kind of um, reiterates that as well. You know what I'm saying? In regards to. Um, you know, humanity's attempt to, um, you know, project, you know, um, the way how people will perform, the way how people function in the world, their disposition. You understand what I'm saying? What kind of categories, how to categorize people and stuff like that, you know, um, you know, in the corporate world, especially, um, it's kind of you know, caught a lot of steam. You understand what I'm saying? This whole, this, this, this way of trying to categorize people so they can know what kind of employees they're hiring, what kind of people are a good fit for their company and what they need. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I've seen TED Talks on personality tests and stuff like that. And then like the way how kind of like the Western world is looking at it, it's like, you know, like they discovered fire or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, um, since we're, you know, this this is what we do every day, right? We, you know, we, we did we did episodes on serial killers. And, you know, from the time of birth, we you'd look at their chart and say, uh, he, <laughs> he might go down that path. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. So it begs the question, is there a superior method? of being able to understand these things, to know who you're hiring, what their skill sets are, what kind of personality do they have, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can they do the job that you want them to perform? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, um, I had, I had one, I took one, mm, I used to work for an insurance company, Anthem Blue Cross, um, good, good deal ago. And when I've, maybe in my third year there they gave me this Meyer the, the Meyer Briggs test and it just you know it felt it just feels like you know you're answering questions to make yourself look or put yourself in a certain lighter perspective not to say it's not honest or dishonest it's just 
you know, when you go for an interview, right? And they ask you, you know, what are your strengths and weaknesses? And you're always instructed to turn your weaknesses into what? Strengths. Strengths, right. right. (laughs) So it's like, you're not going to admit. And, you know, some of the questions that they ask really don't get to the heart of the, to the meat of it. You know what I mean? Um, So, you know, it's, it's for all intents and purposes, it's a very personal, um, subjective way of saying what you think about yourself. You know, I'm always going to tell you the best about myself. I'm never going to give you the real, you know, ins and outs. For example, you know, if I'm always late to work, right? <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? I'm not going to You frame that, you know, in a way that you're going to know it unless you've seen it. And you know, hey, this person has a problem with punctuality. So, you know, the test is rigged, you know, and it kind of reminds me to a degree. And, you know, Sus always talked about, you know, IQ tests, how they're biased. Right. You know, um, IQ test is another one they used to give back in the day. And, you know, you have a quote unquote high IQ and if I took you out of, you know, if I take you and put you in a certain environment, you know, and uh, expose you to certain factors and pieces of information, right, we could test your IQ with different areas and different means, you know, versus the quote unquote classic IQ test. You know, how much right. information have you been? It's, it's all about exposure. So these tests really come from a um, left brain and minuscule in that regard, even uh, point of view, even when you study cosmologics, right? When you study the tree of life, right? You have access to certain uh, insights and principles that give you an understanding of the general underlying causes of why people have their dispositions. Whereas with this, it's more or less, these tests are, are really, they're around, um, uh, you know, skill sets, if you will, but skill sets and personalities, they are merged, but we're much bigger than just a label. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I, you know, I remember because my first time really like being, I, I mean, I've taken them like when I was in like, you know, grade school and stuff like that. But I remember when I was like, um, I was I was trying to find like a little side job when I was like 17, 18 years old. And um, so I was trying to get a gig at Best Buy. And I don't know if they still do this, but back then they had like a, a basically assessment that you had to take. And that's how you would know if your application would get moved on to the next level. And they had these weird questions on there like, you know, uh, are you, you know, do you like to be in large crowds and, you know, uh, all of these different little questions. And, you know, um, I would always fail them. <laughs> I, I would, I would <laughs> like, it, it was, it was weird. It was like, okay. Right. So then like one of, one of, you know, one of um, somebody I knew who worked up there, he was like, yo, just answer everything. Either strongly agree or strongly disagree. Right. So I was like, all right. So I did it that way. Still wouldn't go through it. And I don't know if it was just like a, um, you know, like after you tried a certain amount of times or whatever, they just automatically just flag your app or whatever. But it was just a weird way of trying to filter applications. And it was just a Best Buy job. No, no disrespect to anybody who's working at Best Buy, but I mean, 
you know, this is this was a, a, a side job that I was trying to get at the time or whatnot. I wasn't trying to break the bank with it or nothing like that. But um, you know, it just always stuck in my mind like this is a weird process. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's really it's not I mean, like like I said, somebody told me like the science of how to pass it. If you know that, then is it really an accurate way to assess, you know, um a potential employee? You understand what I'm saying? And then after, you know, you know, living life and um getting, you know, exposed to this science, it's like, all right, whoa. <laughs> you understand it? And matter of fact, man, when I was, you know, just kind of in prep, real quick, I found this article. Um let me see. There we go. This article, right? On on the Myers Briggs test, right? And it's, it's and that's one of the more popular ones that's uh, out there. You understand what I'm saying? So it's what personality are you? How the Myers Briggs test took over the world. <laughs> and I ain't gonna read the whole article, y'all can go check it out. But it says deemed astrology for businessmen for some lauded as life saving by others. The personality tests are a springboard for people to think about who they are. Right. And, you know, a lot of people who are out there in the, you know, uh, corporate world and stuff like that, man. I mean, like these things are gaining more steam, gaining more legitimacy or whatnot. You know, like what's your what's your thoughts on just how how they're being used right now and just, you know, overall application. I know we're going to get into just the astrological aspect. We can, I mean, we can blow that out the water, but just what, what, what do you, what do you think about why you understand what I'm saying? You know, the yeah. Western world is gravitating towards this, this approach. Well, you know, as Western world begins to move further towards the east, you know, because we live on a we live on a round globe. I know flat earthers have your theories, right? Right. right. I get it, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. But for right now, the general consensus scientifically speaking is we're on a round globe. And as the globe spins, right, where one person, one space ends up, you end up in another space on the opposite side. So at some point and become and even becoming a global uh, society, right? Right. Just a cross cross pollination of cultures, ideations, religions, and thought processes. That it just is a matter of time until the West catches up with the East, right? And vice versa, the East catches up with the West because both bring very fundamental pieces to the table as far as man's development. I don't want people to think that I'm all East and the West is all bad. Um, there's some definitely things that the East can learn from the West as well. Right. Um, but, um, you know, when you begin to look at how things work, right, M man as a as a Western entity is beginning to understand, beginning to understand that, um, you know, when you have a large body of um, individuals called a corporation, mm -hmm. the word corporation comes from the word corp corporeal, right? Or core. That's why like any kind of core is a body. And if you want a body to function as a viable whole, you have to understand that there's roles and there's functions, right? There's, right. there's things that have to happen in order for this vehicle that's taking you from A to Z. It has to have some fundamental pieces in place. If not, you're going to fail. 
right? And that's just uh, there. It's the beginning. They're beginning to catch up, right? To understand that not everybody can do everything, and this is, I mean, really, it's common sense. Uh, but you know, coming from a blind perspective, it leaves you at a disadvantage to try to figure out as you go which person or which individual would best fit those roles. Where now they're realizing, hey, you know what? Maybe there's some kind of way, quote unquote, we can figure out who does what better. Right. And I get it, right? It makes sense. It would it would be pertinent to their success if they were to examine, right, some type of litmus test to face an individual with to get feedback on whether or not this person would be advantageous to add to the body. Right. Um, so it makes sense. But what is missing is the fact that, you know, when we come through the door, right, we are not um a amalgamous organism we're not just a cell right um we are um and you know they try to even talk about now work life balance if you will you know quote unquote if if that exists i don't know if it does really but um they try to talk about this work life balance where you know your work should be able to be balanced with uh the things that you have to do in a regular outside of work right. and um you know it's at a point where you, you, you're trying to do something that's already been done, right? You're trying to do something that the that the universe has already pre-articulated called destiny, and that destiny has a way of moving people into positions that best suit them, regardless of their strengths or weaknesses. You know, it doesn't really hone in on how to utilize someone's shortcomings it's all about you know a label and you know to reduce somebody to a label we have multiple talents we have many things that we can do well um and so that's where i find it to be uh biased in that regard it doesn't hold water to really understanding the the individual as a whole it's you know trying to compartmentalize something that is much vaster than you know uh the log uh, the logician or the 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 uh what's the other one the um um they have 16 personalities in this thing um and you know the commander right the debater right you know what I mean? Like, where do you really go with that? If someone is a debater, right, but they're a poor public speaker, that doesn't do any good, right? Right. And you can see certain things in a chart that give you instant knowledge, right, as to whether or not the person can not only even debate, but if they can handle themselves in a large forum, you know, they might have you as, you good, as a good speaker, but a poor debater, you know, and it, 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 there's dynamics to the human, to the human spirit. There's more than just a pigeonhole to put us in. And that's where it misses the mark. So I understand where they're going with it. It makes sense. Right. And it's interesting that you found that article that says it's now the astrology of the corporate world. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I, I find that very funny because, you know, and, and I, and I even understand why they would use a system that is kind of separate from the stars, because as we always talk about on this show, on this podcast, Western astrology gives astrology a bad name, right? 
you know, so you kind of have to have something that would yield or try to yield some, or produce some type of truth that aligns individuals with uh, their best assets or their best abilities. But, you know, if we had the understanding and the Western society had the understanding that astrology is a science, it is a science, folks. We do a lot of scientific analysis, a lot of work, a lot of case studies, you know, just like doctors, just like, you know, lawyers, when they go do their research on cases to find, you know, uh, what the precedent is or which law they can use to override this law. Astrology is the same way, right? If right. you're a real astrologer, you know? So um, I think uh, I think in the future, you know, maybe I would say 30 to 40 years in the future, right, when science finally catches up to trying to, because, you know, if they can't measure it, then it's not true. Right. That's what they try to say. Well, we can't measure the effects of the stars on human personality. Or they'll say, well, what happens if you have two people that have very similar charts or the same charts? Well, that's where you have to get into uh, um, the understanding of what background brings to the table, you know, in, the, in light of the astrology. It's not just the numbers. It's also where do you live, you know. If I give, if I have a person that has a chart out of India and I have a person chart out of America, they're going to read very differently, right? Right. So right. you know, at some point, hopefully, you know, they'll catch up and realize that just because you can't necessarily measure, you know, the light coming from this particular point in space, and you don't have a machine to do that, you know, what machine do you have to measure these personality tests? You know, no, you don't. It's, it's only just data. It's just, it's just, <laughs> it, 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 it will really require the same, not the same type of, pro but the way that they justify using the personality tests for this. I mean, they could easily do the same thing for astrology in regards to, you know, uh, looking at charts, looking at the, I mean, the same thing we do on this show or whatnot. Like, I, you know, like I have, you know, you got, a bunch of charts in your database. I got a whole bunch. I got a bunch of charts in my database as well. And we can run analytics. You understand? I got different categories. I got a category for, you know, people that's, you know, engineers, people who are, you know, wealthy people are this, and you can see patterns. You understand what I'm saying? Um, amongst them, certain distributions, same thing they do with anything else or whatnot. But I think, you know, one of the things is, is that like you, you just pointed out, that Western astrology has given astrology such a bad name <laughs> that, you know, um, it's, it's not even looked at. It's overlooked, even though it's a um, to me, it's a far more superior tool. I mean, especially if you even broaden outside of even just with Jyotish, with um, Baza and different things like that. You can know right off the back if this person is a productive you understand? Would this be is this person a good employee, or is this mm -hmm. person a good manager? You understand what I'm saying? Is this per you could you could see these things very clearly, objectively, without them answering any questions about anything or whatnot. All you need is those times, the the right accurate time of birth, and all that stuff like that, and you can see everything that you need to see. Um, especially relative, especially if you fine tune it down to just a job. You understand what I'm saying? Or positioning and stuff like that. You can see it right off the bat. 
if you know what you're looking at. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it, it's slowly becoming um, more integrated into society. You know, one thing that I always remind people is that um, when you know who's running the society and who's running those uh, powerhouses um, that own the corporations, right, there's a statement by J.P. Morgan that says that millionaires don't use astrology, billionaires do. Hmm. And this is J.P. Morgan quoting this, you know, decades ago, right? So it's not something unheard of to know that corporate astrology is a very real aspect of how people use, you know, um, high sciences, spiritual sciences to gain, you know, to have great outcomes. Joey Yap, uh, who is uh, an individual I'm sure we're both familiar with, many of you may be familiar with as well. Uh, he's a bots, uh, uh, astrologer in China, right? And I'm sure Chinese corporations, right, have hired him to do a lot of extensive data and uh, research with a lot of data as far as you know, really, is this person going to be able to facilitate this role? And if not, who can we put in their stead to work as a whole, as a corporation or as a corporate or as a body to really best facilitate, right, the the, the interest of the business? So, you know, it, it's becoming um, a lot more widely accepted. And the thing is, is that, you know, Christianity has had a lot to do with this. No. Listen, I, I was I was I was at um, a supermarket uh, uh, Sprouts uh, the other day getting some groceries, and um, I forgot how we even got on the subject of this. But the lady that was checking me out was a Pakistani woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I don't know if I had a shirt on or what. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but she was like, um, she asked me about the astrology and stuff like that. But she she's Muslim, right? And she mm-hmm. was like, you know, yeah, we don't, we don't mess with any of that. We just follow the, we only follow God. We only follow the prophet. And then, and I've heard that before, but I'm like, didn't God create the planets? The universe? <laughs> like, what, what, what do you, what, I, I don't understand what point are you trying to make when you mm-hmm. say that type of thing? And it's just like, uh, I don't know, it's mind boggling. You know, mm-hmm. for people to not be able to draw that connection and be like, okay, if you're utilizing a tool that, you know, can tell you some things about, you know, your destiny, tell you some things about yourself that you might not even experience yet, mm-hmm. or tell you some things about, you know, a child that hasn't even, you know, that's an infant and different things like that. Like somehow when you do that, that you're superseding the creator mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. or whatnot. It's, true, it's, a str- true. it's a strange perspective. It is. Um, and, you know, that's really where a lot of the fear has come from um, in regards to astrology is the Western type of approach. But I don't know if you've ever heard of Al-Kindi before. Um, no. Al-Kindi is, um, there's a book called The 40 Chapters of Al-Kindi called It's uh, Essential Medieval Astrology, right? Okay. By Abu Yusuf Al Kindi, and Al Kindi is, for all intents and purposes, a Muslim, right? Um, and you know, one thing that a lot of people don't, a lot of one thing that a lot of people don't know, that come from, um, you know, that kind of religious background is that a lot of the individuals that study practice Islam, right? 
a lot of them have uh, studied and contributed to That's where the holidays come from. A lot of the holidays are astrologically based. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Ramadan. Their holy day is even Friday. Right. And, you know, each religion has their respective holy day. You know, um, Islam's holy day is Friday. Right. And think about Friday's ruled by the planet Venus. Right. And, you know, submission to Allah. Right. Is a big piece of, you know, having that day being selected for various reasons. So, you know, um, the Western mindset that really has been in practice, um, exactly, right? The practice of the prayer schedule is based on astrology, exactly. And it's hidden from the public view, right? Mm-hmm. Um, their letter system is 28 letters, right? which is the mansions of the moon, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> um, they don't, most people don't know that though, right? Um, you know, the symbol for Islam is a, right? Crescent. Star and crescent. <laughs> crescent moon and, and a star, right? Go figure, right? So, you know, um, that's why it's called the occult, right? <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know, Christianity is fundamentally 100% based on astrology. And, you know, people can argue all day and give your, you know, give your feedback. But, you know, there's no such, there's no such thing as coincidence. Right? And, you know, to even have the religious founder, which is you know, named, you know, some people call him Yahshua, Yahawashai, Jesus Christ, whatever, Right was found by three magi which were ultimately astrologers if you ever you ever remember the old um there was an old jesus christ uh, uh jesus of nazareth right with the blue eyed right um jesus the, it's yeah. like a four hour like movie right if I you go watch the movie thing. go I watch it i right? never watched the whole thing yeah Go watch it because you don't, you know, we've been outside of that purview for so long. I'm sure it's not something we would tune into. But, you know, you go watch it. Go watch. There's a part towards the uh, maybe about 40 to 50 minutes and maybe even an hour in. And they have, guess what? The Magi or astrologers talking about the birth of Christ based on certain star placements. So, you know, I mean, like. Why would you even consider that this is not something that is fundamentally a part of the nature of reality when your religions, and I say religions, plural, right, all three, are based on the science of the stars? So, you know, when you get into the West and they try to separate church from state, that kind of thing, you know, trying to separate religion from uh, business or, you know, spirituality from this or that, right? You can't really separate it because everything is already tied in in the first place. They're beginning to finally see that there is some truth to the fact that everyone has something that makes them special, that makes them unique, that makes them who they are and it being that they bring something unique to that to the to the table to the business aspect of things so you know um 
as time moves, right, as the Western powers of religion begin to wane and we begin to move into the age of Aquarius. You know, we're on the cusp. We're on the dawn of it. We're at the head, we're at the, the helm's edge of this particular new paradigm. Um, we will start to see, all right, moving into it when those sciences, which is Aquarius, is all about science, right? We're going to see that become a part of, I think, the normal reality, the normal how we do things. Um, you know, it, it's important to know that Pisces is a water sign, and the water that we're talking about is water that is all-consuming, you know, faith-based religions. Mm-hmm. And so that faith that you have, that we've had for 2,000 years, right, is drying up. Right. 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 Um, That's why these corporate, these, the the masses of the people, you know, and and I've never seen at this point so many tarot readers on, and I'm not knocking what you do, right? If you do that, salute, right? But there's just so many. I don't know if you've seen that. It's just like every day there's a new tarot reader popping up telling you about what Leo's going to go through and, you know, they what. Are, they're, they're on Instagram with the cards and. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> wow. Right. <laughs> you know, doing the whole vibe. It's, a, I mean, but it, it's definitely, I, I hear what you're saying for sure that, you know, regardless of how legitimate, you know, each uh, tarot reader is or how, you know, if they're actually, you know, qualified to even be doing what they're doing. Uh, there's a, the, the masses of people are being, they're more comfortable. You understand what I'm saying? With the idea of looking to, you know, these methods to understanding things better, understanding their life better, understanding people better, more to more objective means than what, you know, um, you know, we've been accustomed to, especially in the past, you know, thousand, two thousand years or such. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, the thing is, is as we come out of this age of confusion, of disorientation, right, um, the, the, the larger framework of society will begin to recognize that, you know, we've been had. Right. Something, mm-hmm. you know, no one's coming back. Right. Um, if so, he's quite late. Right. <laughs> right? Um, you know, you know, and I ask people, you know, how bad does it have to get? Right. To pee for if your savior is to be to come back. I mean, you know, a hundred million people were traded in the slave trade. Right. Uh, the middle part of the middle uh, Atlantic uh, slave trade. You know I mean like when is it you know how bad right I mean that's mm-hmm. that's quite a that's quite a a, uh, a number to consider and not to only not only that after a hundred million we still have an onslaught of how many people have been taken by the hands of of slave masters and police officers and you know uh, the quote unquote law so you know right. um, when people begin to wake up in the 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 faith-based religions dry out and the, and more people, you know, there's studies that really are very um, striking that more and more people are leaving the church. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, shoot, I, 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 you know, especially being down, you know, down here in Atlanta or whatnot, the so-called Bible Belt. I mean, I, were, I remember there was a time, you know, especially around the time when I first kind of moved down here and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that like on Sundays, you know, in the morning, it would be church traffic. It'd be traffic jams because of church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It ain't like that no more. <laughs> I can tell you that for a fact. Cricket. There are some there's, some, there's some big, I mean, you know, they they say, you know, Atlanta is like the home of the mega churches and those mega churches are still there, but the occupancy rates are nowhere near like what it was maybe 15, 20 years ago or such. Right. You know, it's way different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's that internally, intuitively, we know, you know, it's Santa Claus, mm-hmm. you know? You know, it's Santa Claus. You know, you wake up and Santa Claus brought you your gifts, right? Well, you know, it's really mommy and daddy, right? Right. They really brought you the gifts. It's that kind of intuitive understanding that, you know what? It's it's really me, right? That is the operative um, constituent of my spiritual development and growth. And <clears throat> the thing is that, yes, that is partially true, but you also have a destiny as well. Right. Um. But these corporations are trying to leverage, right, the best way they can without without being creepy, without being um, uh, pseudoscience oriented, right? And I love that word pseudoscience, right? Because you know, if I put out a cell phone, you know, a hundred years ago, right, they would consider you as you know probably. Uh, you know, someone that is rigged something or you're, you're, you're fudging something, you know, the science, the, the mentality, you know, of what we deal with on the everyday basis has to catch up with the science. Cause the thing is that our science is old, but the new age is also trying to utilize it in their kind of um, shifting of the planet and trying to reinvent the will. Right. It doesn't, you know, <laughs> just to say they did this, it. <laughs> that's what this, that's what these tests are seemingly like new age right. type of, you know what I mean? Leanings without saying, you know, I'm using something that is, you know, of the stars. So, you know, I, at this point, we really are going to, and it's a special time to be alive because you're seeing the death of one era and the dawn of a new. And it takes a while. Right. This is not overnight. It takes right. hundreds and hundreds of years to go through this. And our grandchildren provided because great grandpa uh, 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 Ra and great grandpa Harut, right, already told us about this. Right. They we knew long ago that this was the way way to go. So we we've already had, you know, and here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. This is what I love about the East is that they have families Right. Families, not fam, like not one person, but a whole group of people that practice astrology. Right. They call them uh, paramparas, like where your teacher has a, you know, a, a lineage that he comes from and he has these secrets and the family holds these secrets that, you know, they use in order to gain insight and understanding. Um, there's uh, a tradition called Nadi astrology. 
And if I ever get the chance to get there, I'm sure I'm, you know, I'm definitely take a trip, but, um, it, they hold there, there's a leaf, right. With your chart on it. And you get there and it's all, they tell you the past more than the future. They really tell you about, you know, what happened to you and what happened to your grandma and your, what, how you met this person and that person and all that. But, you know, to consider that there's a leaf with your chart on it, right, is a profound state, profound understanding. Same thing with, you know, Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine. You know, the West is finally realizing that these systems, right, they hold some truth. You know, it's not just particle, it's also waveform, right? And waveform, you know, is, they're the same, but two sides of the same coin. That's why I say the West does have a lot to offer the East and start as far as, you know, and it has, um, as far as the construction of roads, rail systems, um, transportation, even medicine, right? Um, I mean, I'd rather be caught in a Western hospital with an emergent situation than an Eastern one. I, I'm sorry, right? But it, 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 masters of the, the physical plane. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like that, that, Absolutely. Polar, that polarization in the material world lends them the opportunity right. to create these right. type of things because that's, that's what they rely on, you know? True. True. Very well stated. And that's why I was saying the particle, right? Right. You know, the atom is not just the particle and electrons, not just the particle. It's a waveform, right? Well, the East is the wave, right? Right. They understand the waveform. They understand how the particle becomes wave, right? And how those waves interact and how they maneuver. You know, the kidneys is not just a filtration system, right? In Chinese medicine, it's your batteries, right? Is where right. you gain your the core of your chi, right? Is the or your energy or your prana. It's where you pull from in regards to the depths of being able to get something done. You know, so and they're beginning to really I mean, it makes common sense because when you have kidney issues, right? The one thing that they also know is that you have erectile what? <laughs> Dysfunction, right? <laughs> Right. And if you know that power to procreate, which is the power of life, right, is not there, then you have higher rates of depression, higher rates of heart disease. Right. You have higher rates of losing. You have more uh, individuals that lose teeth. But guess what? In Chinese medicine, your kidneys is tied to the to the marrow of your bones. Right. Right. Hair loss. Hair loss and brain function. Mm hmm. See what I mean? So they're beginning to catch up, you know, because if you have short-term memory problems, you have kidney problems and literally kidney diabetes, right? Kidney issues, kidney disease has a systemic, literally a systemic connection to short-term memory problems, right? Right. So like I said, it's, it's a slow process, right? They're beginning to catch up, but once they do, right, the two roads will meet. Right. And I don't I'm sure we won't be alive, but when they do, Western astrology will have to yield its powers to the East, Eastern or sidereal astrology so that it can be right and exact with what the heavens foretold. So I mean, but in in the meantime, before it becomes, you know, I guess mainstream or something like that, man, I think there's a, you know, because this has always been something and I've had in my back pocket. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, when I have the, you know, the resources to actually develop it, but it's an opportunity there, right? 
You understand what I'm saying? Because yes, sir. If these companies, these Fortune 500 companies and stuff like that, are using this method, method, you understand what I'm saying? But if you have competence to this or have access to somebody, you know that has competence in this science, mm-hmm. puts you way ahead of the curve. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, yeah. because you know, in in my day situation, I've used excuse me, I've utilized it to hire people. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just 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 off a date. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, yeah. And I have a good track record of hiring people. You understand that, what I'm that's, saying? That's they, dope. they they they, they, they do dope. exactly they do exactly what they're supposed to do. You understand what I'm saying? Because I, I know what I'm getting. Or whatnot. Even like, I mean, I've I've utilized it in an experimental way of like you know, um, selecting contracts, different things like that, you know, mm-hmm. experienced people, years in the industry, you know, um, definitely masters of what they do. There's just things that, you know, from just knowing this, that I saw, boom, that they didn't see. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or whatnot, and it, and oh, it gives man. you, hey, brother, you're <laughs> speaking to the choir, right? But it's so interesting when your supervisor or your your manager becomes your client. Right? Mm-hmm. That's even better, right? Because guess what? They start hiring. Hey, can you tell me about? Yeah, I got you. Right. Yeah, you know, slide me that. Slide me that. That change, right? We need that, <laughs> right? And yeah. I mean, no, you know, what I mean, they a lot of my managers, you know, when I was a supervisor lead. At um at Blue Cross, right? She was a big client of mine, mm. and you know, of course, outside of you know, work, um, you know, when her marital, you know, pers- uh, uh, prospects, right? Of course, but even in, of course, inside the company as well, you know, her own um counterparts, right? You know, tell me about you know who I'm dealing with over here. Well, give me the change and we can exchange that information. And so, you know, and she would see the power of it. Right. right? Um, So, you know, it's excellent that you say that because that's something that I've also done as well is to see who I'm working with, you know, and people because they take it as a pseudoscience, because they take it as something that's not real. Right. You know, it kind of lends a helping hand because it's like, oh yeah, you know, that stuff doesn't work. But when I start telling them stuff and they're like, how do you know that? Oh yeah. You're going to have a, a boy, right? Your first child's going to be a boy. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. Before the ultrasound, before any type of doctor's commentary. And I've sat there and I've had that lady come to my, my, my desk. And how did you know that? I'm like, well, it's only boy or girl, right? It's 50, 50 chance. I'm like, but Ultimately, I can see who's who and who's next. And she said, what am I going to have next? A girl. Sure enough, right? She comes with a bun in the oven, right? And, you know, I just had made a comment later on. She's seven months pregnant. She's like, you, you're you right. It's a girl. She's like, that's 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 pretty interesting. I am like, well, you know, that's the tip of the iceberg. But, you know, um, it does work, right? It works to a fault. In almost because you know if you hire someone let's say for example with that saturn debilitation right mm-hmm. and you you know or you let's say you they got hired and you go in and look 
and you see that Saturn debilitation, right? <laughs> or that sun debilitation, right? And you see that they have issues with, you know, controlling their time, right? Time management. Um, they don't understand how to execute and, and create schedules, right? Those are the key tell, one of the key, t- 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 key trademarks and um, factors that a sun or a Saturn debilitation would bring, right? Not always, because right. there's always something that can change or counter those things. Right. But in the, in the grand tradition of things, right, when you see it, Right. It's there or violence at work. You know, violence at work is a big thing with corporations, you know, (laughs) workplace violence, workplace violence, (laughs) you know. And I mean, I've seen it like I've sat there. I know the the dude's son. I know his son is debilitated. I know it. Right. I've watched and I sit there and watched. And sure enough, here come the police. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that. That that phrase is always funny to me. Workplace violence, like we, hey. <laughs> I don't know why it's a funny. It just sounds funny. like like you like getting beat the up at work. Workplace is man. the only place excluded from violence, right? Like you getting beat up. There's no work. violence here, right? Like uh, no, it's 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 suspect too, right? The violence right. is the world round, right? But um, you know, definitely interesting to see, right? These things play out to a T. Yeah. Right? I mean, the scenario was sitting there and I'm in my cube in the back, right? Overlooking everybody. And I know his birth date. I can, it, was, it was in uh, early November, I remember, right? And I'm watching and he's having a dialogue with this female, with the female, right? With the, with the female coworker. And next thing you know, he stands up, blah, 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 blah. And all the things I can remember is, Man, she tapped his will. She tapped that weak. She she start pushing those weak will buttons, and sure enough, I mean he's about to go to blows with her. And here come the police, and I'm like, and I'm like, man, if y'all only knew, right? If you'd have known what I know, right? You wouldn't have hired him, right? So you know, it's just it goes so deep, like you said, when you utilize it from a perspective because they don't know, but we know. It's it, it works one hundred percent, right? It's infallible. I tell that's what I tell my students. You could you could write a check with what I give you, right, right. And I mean, I I hear people. I've heard people like you know very prominent people like man, you know, I took this personality test test and it changed my life. And I'm like, that's interesting that you got that much from that. But if wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, but if you I mean, you when you talk to a competent astrologer, imagine what the what type of you know how, how, what would that impact be? <laughs> oh man! And people, you know, people out there that you because you say, well, why do you charge so much, right? Ask any one of my clients that has had the experience, and they will tell you every penny is worth it. Dude, listen, <laughs> even outside of we, we're just talking about astrology. But even when you talk about, you know, um, the oracles, the Ying, all that stuff like that, Eva, people, I mean, there are whole movies and people like, you know, traverse the whole globe and spend their whole lives trying to find the trying information. To find this stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right here. Yeah. Yeah. 
been thousands, if not maybe even hundreds of thousands, hours upon hours, years, like you said, trying to uncover the secrets, right, that are, you know, for all intents and purposes in your backyard. But, um, you know, um, you know, because it kind of it's kind of funny. You see the old cl- cliche movie, the white guy is going to Asia <laughs> and he's, you know, at the master's feet and getting hit with the, you know, with the with the whip or the, the stick and trying to learn these secrets and all that. When I mean, hey, you know, what I mean, it's, it's there for the taking. But um, was it Indiana Jones? Where- <laughs> oh, man. Right. right. <laughs> Right, and 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 it's an act of thievery if you really look at it from that perspective, right? Because you're hijacking someone's tomb, a gravestone. We went to a grave. That that if we went to a grave right now, open the casket up, and start taking all the jewels and gems off people that are buried in the cemetery, you go to jail, right? Right. So it's, (laughs) it's the same thing, right? King Tut, you know. His tomb was robbed, you know, and they thinking that, oh, I own this and it's in this museum for you to see. Well, you basically are reaping. Every time you go to a museum, you got to pay money, right, to go see it. So it's grave robbery at its best. But, you know, um, you know, with this whole personality testing, you know, um, you know, it's interesting because it's limited. It's truly, 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 truly limited. Um, you know, astrology that we have at our disposal, just in the Jyotish side, um, they give you, tw- and here's the other thing, folks, it's not just that, you know, you have, um, there's a book called Multiple Intelligences, mm-hmm. and that's another similar, in fact, almost probably combined with the Myers-Briggs process, right? That they try to kind of isolate you or put you into a position. And I do agree with some of it in that, you know, from the early age on, take the child and bring up them through their talents and their natural abilities, right? Some people are better at culinary arts, right? Because that's not one that's on there, right? There's a lot of things that just are missing from the test because I'm looking at all these personalities. I'm like, well, okay, (laughs) right? Like, what if you are, you know... um, uh, a P.F. Chang's, right? And a P.F. Chang's is so like, you know, everything's the same thing. But, you know, I'm talking about these like higher end restaurants that these, you know, these uh, uh, really special where you go there kind of places to eat. Like culinary arts is an art form. It takes us. It's a, it's a, it's a master's type of process to be able to do certain things that, you know, cutting things in a certain way, cooking things to the right at the right temperature, at the, at the right in the right time frame, that kind of thing, right? Um, but in the multiple intelligences book, they do have one of those. Um, they have that as a uh, a, a um, portion of where they lean the child into to taking uh, to training them as far as their childhood is concerned, their skill sets. Um, so multiple intelligence is, an, is another form, similar form in this, but they they leave out the astrology. Right. You can't ask right. a child, right? That, that that's the that's the thing that gets me. I mean, you know, it's subjective, and I guess that's. I mean, they don't. I, I, I mean, maybe take it for granted that we've been exposed to certain things. We look at it a certain way, but there's no way that you're going to get the real answer. 
from mm-hmm. either the adult or a child. You're not going to get the real answer from that. No, no. You know what I'm and saying? Child might be more honest than the adult, which is right. <laughs> the truth of it, right? Right. The adult has these embarrassments and these things that they don't want you to see or mm-hmm. don't want you to know. And, you know, the child might be a little bit more honest, like, you know, no, I like to do this or I don't like to do. But the thing is that, you know, let's talk a little bit about astrology in this regard and how things work. Right. Um, You know, you have 16 basic personalities with the Myers-Briggs process, right? Right. Okay. Well, popular people say you only got 12 with astrology, right? So it's supposed they got more than you have. Well, not really. Right. Um. Let's start here, right? When we look at astrology from the Jyotish point of view, right, we have what are called nakshatras. Nakshatras, there's 27 nakshatras. 27. Now, of course, 16 is not even close to 27. And those 27, right, have four variations each. So you multiply the 27 times 4, you come up with 108 base personality types, right, that we can pull from. So 108 base personality types that give us a keen understanding. And I'm talking about just the basis of who you are, the ascendant or the moon, right? Then you can see that the Myers-Briggs doesn't even compare even in the smallest degree. To right. what we have in the Jyotish um, system. Not only to mention that, and I, I'm telling you, that's just one placement, right? If we look at all the other planetary placements, excluding, of course, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, right? Then you have that seven, seven planetary placements times 108. Y'all still get the picture, right? That, you know, these are variables that can be really fine-tuned to the point where, and let's let's even just take, for example, public speaking, right? Let's say you're hiring someone to do uh, a job for public speaking, that you need someone as a PR, right, uh, manager, a PR spokesperson, right? If you have Saturn and Sun conjoined, right, in Earth signs, typically, right, Taurus or uh, Virgo, the person's not a great spokesperson in the grand scheme of things. They don't like to be in the limelight. They have what you consider one of the fears, which is Saturn, of public speaking. That's one of the major fears, right, that people have. So, you know, go figure, right? That person, now you, know, you don't know that until you actually do intense research and do those statistical studies to see, right, that, hey, this person doesn't do well with public speaking. Right. So, you know, that's just one small kind of piece of the puzzle. And the thing is, is that this can be used not just in business, right? In corporate America, but you could use it in sports. Absolutely. Listen, I got. I don't even. I think I even talked to you about this before, man. Maybe a little while ago. But I got. I got a crazy idea, man. I don't even want to. I don't even want to say it on the podcast. It's so crazy in that regard. <laughs> with the sports um, there is a fella, and help me out with his name. I do have some of his uh, information. Um. Um. 
and he used Western astrology too. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the guy's name? He did um, a statistical study. Um, I could probably go grab it, but I don't. You know, want to go travel all the way across the library to find it. Um, uh, he did statistical studies to show that uh, the that astrology right does hold some validity, and he started off with a skeptical um, approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you know what I'm talking about, right? I can't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. Right. He's wrote a couple of books on it, right? I think it's called Cosmic Types or Cosmic Archetypes, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he even showed, he showed, statistically speaking, that when Mars is in a certain 10th house or mid-heaven position, that these individuals make better athletes, right? So, you know, it's not that, you know, it's not that the West hasn't necessarily known these things. It's just, it's just still part of the undertow, right? Or the, the kind of uh, the back end of things. But if you really dig down deep, you could use it in such a way that every area of life, right, can be really focused in on with laser-like precision, right? If you have your athletes, you know, if you have a coach, Right. And if you got coaches out there, if one of you are coaches that are watching, contact me, contact Atef, contact Haru. We we can definitely show you, right, who your star players are. That's easy right. to see, right? Traditional um one of the traditional cliche-ish kind of placements is Mars in the third house. Mars in the third house is going to give an excellent athlete. Right, uh, Mars in the sixth house. LeBron James. I think Mar- LeBron has Mars in the sixth in Aquarius. I think, if I'm correct, right? I'm, I'm not sure. I'd have to go double check. But Mars in the sixth house, right? Mars in the tenth house. Mars in the mm-hmm. ascendant. These are going to be your great, better athletes, right? So you know, um, if you are a if you're a betting man, right? They have sports astrology. Oh, let say, me ask you a question real quick. Go ahead. Yeah. Would you say piggybacking off the last show on the flip side mm-hmm. of the Kuja Dosh, would you say that a lot of people with certain Kuja Dosh um, placements um, <laughs> make can make good athletes? Mm, no. Okay. Um, because you have to you have to have certain things in play. Right to do that, like with Serena Williams, right? And I know we beating right. up on Serena. Serena, <laughs> you just got it coming, right? Um, she has Mars in the fourth, right? Right. But she's Aries ascendant. Mm-hmm. And so the ascendant ruler, right, is really the key tell all because we have Kamala Kamala Harris, and she would be horrible. Right with that Kuja right. Dosh, if we put her in any sports arena, right, she get hit. Right. She'll fold like a like a you know, <laughs> like a like a like a uh, a leaf, right. So you know, right. it's not it's not just that, but um, Kuja Dosh does give some indication of. Um, and the thing about it is that with 
Serena, right? She has Moon, I believe, in the fifth in Leo. Um, I think her Moon is in. Is it? Is it? I thought I don't know. I thought her Moon might have been in. Where is her Moon? I don't. I don't remember right now. I have to look back. Um, right now. Yeah, she. She's, she's a special Aries. case. I, I, I don't know if that was an exchange. No, 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 because her, because her, her, hers isn't canceled. So no, I wasn't. Moon's in the fifth. Yeah, it's Moon's in the fifth. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Okay. Moon's in the fifth. Um, but she has Rahu. Right. Yeah. Right there with too. The, with right. And so, you know, that fifth house is also guess what? It's sports. Right. Right, the third house, fifth house, sixth house, right? Those are class, you know, classic sports houses, right? Because the fifth is the third from the third, so you know, fifth house is strategic in a way, right? Um, if you watch her play, she's very strategic. She's very um, intuitional, right? And right. remember, Moon rules Mars in the fifth house of intelligence. So that's where she gets a lot of her powers from. But um, Kuja Dosh wouldn't necessarily be a good way to gauge that. Not like direct, but certain. Not like direct. A, uh, you, you just yeah. know that they have a more, more a fiery spirit. Yes, absolutely. Right. right. Uh, they have more of a, a, a tint. Uh, of the redness to them, their aura would come out a lot, you know, um, stronger in the sense of that martial energy. But, um, you know, doctors, right? Mm-hmm. You look to the sixth house, right? You look to the sun, look to the sixth lord. Um, that's your, those your classic doctors, right? To find out the healing aspect, if the person can do well in healing. You know, not just in the sense of being able to tell someone if they're sick, but know intuitively, right, whether or not that person is going to be able to reach the end goal of the end of their their illness or their ailments. So, you know, um, and the caring, the service that's behind being a doctor, you know, those are things that we look for. We can see clearly in a chart without any intrepidation. Um, you, could, you could see a... Um uh, like a general practitioner versus a surgeon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You're absolutely right on, right? Or even specialists, right? Right. Um, you know, with regards to oncology, right? Gynecology, yeah. right? You would see a sixth house, seventh house, or sixth house, sixth house, eighth house type thing going, right? Um, the twelfth house is also good for people that are in the healthcare field, right? Twelfth house is excellent. Because that's where you deal in health, right, um, is the 12th house, is hospitals and things like that. So, you know, um, the science is vast in its application. I mean, once you begin to do the studies and the research and the case studies, you can see clearly over and over and over the, the patterns that are repeatedly there, you know, mm-hmm. um, without a doubt. Lawyers, right? Saturn in the 10th classic lawyers uh placement right because they love the law they love to study you know saturn is the law you know jupiter is one side of the law but saturn is actually quote unquote the classic planet of the law that's why you see the judges they wear black right that's why lawyers don't come in with big red ties and big blue suits right i'm sure they can't have you have some that do that exceptions to the rule but for the most part uh, one of those serious hardcore lawyer types they wear darker colors right 
Right. So, you know, um, you can see it, right? It's there, it's written, it's in, and everybody comes with something, you know, no one is left giftless on this planet. No one is left without any, without talents. Um, but a lot of times the other side of the equation is just because you have talents, if you don't have the discipline to implement those talents, that's where the failure comes into play. Right. Right. And a, a weakened Saturn, because look, Serena has Mars debilitated, mm-hmm. and Mars is the planet of discipline. But so is Saturn. Right? Saturn is the discipline that takes you over, right? Years and years and years and years and years to get to the high level of being a judge, to get to the high level of being. Um, uh, higher and higher in ranking in certain offices because Saturn is time and to have that endurance Saturn gives that endurance so if you're hiring someone and you know that they have a weakened Saturn and I always talk put to Saturn because Saturn is the quintessential planet for career that's what we look for to see if you really are going to make it mm-hmm. if you have a lot of talent and a lot of ability you know you'll see you'll see the talent right but talent is only one piece of the puzzle. You know, overnight successes aren't overnight. They're disciplined and they're continuous processes that they have to implement over given periods to get to that stardom level, to get to the fame, to get to the, to the recognition. So, you know, if you see someone with a sabotaged moon with Saturn, their fear factor is going to inhibit them from really being able to get the job done because one of the things that Saturn can do with that moon that's compromised can give recriminations or doubt. Mm -hmm. See, the Myers-Briggs can't calculate that, right? No. It can't fold in, hey, you know what? Maybe this isn't, you know, the person for us because that Saturn and moon or whatever the of the 16 personality types, it doesn't have one that's a, that says failure, right. Or, (laughs) or impatience, right. Or, um, and they try to say, well, it kind of does because you have one personality type that does this. And, but again, those are talents, right. Those are skill sets. We all have some type of talent, right. You know, even a dog can have talents, right? That doesn't give you the ability to make them manifest on this plane. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's a shortcoming, right? In that, you know, for example, another aspect of Jyotish are Dasha systems, which this is really where it comes into play, right? Because you might be in that Mars Dasha that gives you everything that you desire in the sense of, let's say, boxing, <laughs> right? But when Rahu comes, now you're addicted to drugs. Right? Right? Right. (laughs) Now you have a fantasy that you have to live out overseas. Right? And and you know people that have done that. I'm sure they've reached to the height. And then now they want to go sit on the beach and paint doves. Right? (laughs) Right? So yeah. if you were wise, if you were a corporate astrologer, a corporate uh, uh, hiring uh, HR department, you say, okay, well, we're going to extend your contract till you hit this, this Dasha. Right. 
And at the Dasha, right, we can re we can renegotiate, right, the contract and see if you'd like to continue. You see what I mean? Like Yeah, because you're gonna get you're gonna get antsy around this time. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna have a whole lot of things happen, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> or let's say you're yeah. gonna hit a K2 Dasha and you just you're numb, right? You've given up on the external av- avenues of life. Now it's internalized processes. Right, right, right. You see what I mean? Like, so it's not just the planetary placements, folks. That's just one aspect. Transits, right? Mm-hmm. Transits moving through the heavens, right? So let's say you know you got a great employee. They're one of the best executives that you've got, right? But guess what? Saturn's hitting K two in the seventh house. Right, their performance is gonna diminish. Right, because seventh house is business. Right, their deal making capacity is going to be tested at the time. Right, right. You might want to go Africa for a while. <laughs> True. Right, <laughs> right. Um, you know, seventh seventh house Saturn transit and it's debilitated. Right, Libra right. ascendant. They're not going to have the same wherewithal because their life is going to go through dramatic changes for the next two and a half years. Right. They might not have the the wherewithal to withstand high pressure, high power business meetings. So they fold. Right. They give in. They're shortchanged. They don't care. Because their life is now being tested at a level that you and I aren't being tested upon. Or the management isn't being tested upon. Right? So, you see what I mean? Like, these are the things that it just falls so short, right? And being able to utilize a profound, deep, arcane science that can really just tell you exactly what you've got on your hands here. And it doesn't right. mean you can't even hire them. You just hire them within the context. And I do have people, clients, that do I do some corporate astrology for, right? Uh, had more back in the day, but since COVID hit, my gosh, right? That just, you know, nullified a lot of my client base in that regard. So I have a few that still are around, but, um, you know, and I'm sure as 2023 approaches, right, it will pr- pick up more uh, in that regard. But nonetheless, right? Um, you can use this science, right, to really forecast, to really give insight on what to do, when to do, and how to do it, and with whom to do it with. Right? Um, it just fails in comparison to the app to the applications that Jyotish provides. Now, there's a whole chart that we look at, people, called the Dashamsha or the D10, that we can right. see whether or not. You're going to do well in business, right? It, it, right? We have a whole chart for it, not just the chart, the the main chart, but we have an isolated, specific chart that cuts each of those houses, each of the signs, into three degree portions. And we take those three degrees, the planet is placing that three degrees, and we transport it over to the new chart to see how that person's going to do in the scheme of the limelight of the world in the 10th house area. So it is far reaching in what we have to offer. But again, the West is slow, right, to catch up. Those that are, that those at least that are 
on the side that they don't that they you don't know of, there's some that you don't know about that use it right the higher ups right the ones that really make the power moves that make the decisions but the average corporate process doesn't just it can't include it because then you know what would you do if if you're what would you do right anybody what would you do if you walk into right a job and they say give us your date time and place of birth <laughs> right right that will blow your mind, right? They said, "Well, we'll get back to you, right? You can submit your resume." Well, you do. They do. You do give it to them, right? On your application, most of the time. Why don't you give you your time? Well, of birth, you need, right? Not the time. Not the time, right. but everything else. Everything else. Date, right. place. Well, not even the place, right? I, I, most, a lot. A lot have place. Place of birth. Do they? I've yeah. never. I've never. I, it, it's possible, right? I've never filled out one because I'm stuck. I would ask, like, well, what you need to know where I'm where I'm born for, like that. Like, mm-hmm. but you know, what I mean, um, it would be interesting, right? As an approach to, you know, you submit your resume, right? But we also need your real resume, right? You know, to see what's going to happen when we hire you, how long you're going to be good for, whether or not you can complete the tasks, and whether or not we can use you, right, in a long term scale of things. So, you know, it just the science when you understand how deep it is, right? It when you look at these personality test and the thing is that i've even seen it to where i think they talk about um how they can help in relationships right have you seen that have you seen that at that part of it like on the on the page right yeah 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 yeah. they talk about how they can help in relationships right i beg to differ right (laughs) right because you know you can you can try to con- con- convey that idea, but in reality, it's doubtful. You know, I don't think that they can really see, you know, uh, whether or not you're going to be great in the bed, right? <laughs> I don't think you can I ask mean, a question. <laughs> and if you did, I mean, come on now, they, they, everybody is is going to cap. On the cat, on the question, <laughs> this will be all. You see what I'm saying? Oh man, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm the best. Fireworks, just right? Fireworks, right, right. just, just right. boom. Right. What well, did even the spark? Right. <laughs> <laughs> the fuse is lit and it's out. Right. So you know, um, yeah, it's interesting how they and I, I didn't even know that they were trying to go that deep with it when I really until we start talking about this test um, of how they're trying to say, right, that (laughs) they can go to the level of helping you with your relationships, right? Uh, I've even heard um, 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 Kevin Samuels talk about it. I don't know if you've heard him talk about it. Have you heard him mention it? Yeah, I've heard him mention it. Yep. Yeah. um, yeah, I don't know if he was talking about the Myers Briggs, but I don't. I don't. I, I, I have to look and see which one he's talking about. Yeah, I don't think it was a Myers Briggs. I think it was some other test uh, right. that he was mentioning. And there's a few of them out there, people. You know, there's there's a few I can't remember or recall what the other names but it, are. But it's it's big in the in the corporate executive professional circles for sure. It's it's it's, right. it's when you start getting into you know some of these higher in, you know, positions with, you know, certain figures, they, they really kind of, it, it, they really use it. They use those personality tests and mm. for actual application to tell, to distinguish who they're going to pick and who not. Wow. That's crazy, man. I, you know, I, I, you know <laughs> it, it's so interesting that they would try to use something as so 
that's so limited, you know, and hold on to like, you know, you said you were a logician or a creative person, right? Now you're not creating. Well, I'm going through a divorce. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> my mama just died. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just come on. You know, it's right. interesting. It's right. interesting. Or you're a commander. Like I saw that as a you're a commander. You're not commanding. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I mean? Like maybe I'm having kidney problems. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> Which Batsa can see, right? And so can, you know, right. Jotish as well, right? So, you know, it, just it's interesting how it's very limited. It really is very, very limited. And um, like I said, when I heard Kevin Samuels talk about, you need to have one of these done so that you can know, you know, nah, man, you know, it's not going to give you even the tip of the iceberg with people, you know. Right. But I mean, like I said, you know, just as far as just what we're talking about, most people don't know. True. They don't understand. They don't know this about. They 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 look at astrology as spookism, you know, mm-hmm. as a, as a you know, I mean, as you know, whatever, you know. So I think you know one of the things you know as we go on with the show, as we grow, get more listeners, um, you know, get more known and everything like that, people will start to see like, hold up, man, we we've been sleeping on this, man. <laughs> we've been sleeping on this super hard. <laughs> Or whatnot, because there's so many, you know what I mean? Like, just going through all of our episodes, looking at all the things that's been broken down, you know? Yeah. Undeniable. I agree. I definitely agree. <laughs> and, um, you know, the more... Jotish is becoming more popular, I'd have to say. Um, it I've is. Seen... It is. On the low. Yeah, on the low, it is. I see more astrologers every day um, popping up. Right, but I don't see too many uh, black astrologers doing it. Right, there's a few, no. right, but not many. Right, mm-hmm. and you know, one of the things that makes you a good astrologer is not just the knowledge or your 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 insight, but your experience. Right, um, what you your background, you know, where you come from, what you've been through, um, your spiritual training. Um, those things really make the difference because, you know, one person will teach it from a very traditional, right, point of view. Um, you know, you lay out the text, you study Brihat Parashar Horshastra, you, you know, go through the process, you teach them the techniques, and good luck, right? Whereas when someone is a true diviner, right, they've, they've studied, you know, various forms of divination um, practice as a priest or, you know, done certain spiritual techniques or certain rituals and that kind of thing. And from various walks of life, then you have a different, you know, aspect of looking at it and teaching it and, and giving the counsels because a lot of times people will tell you, you know, you hear them um, giving these kind of lists of things and, it's cool because those are the things that you do have to incorporate, but you know, the style of the person brings a lot more to the table than just the knowledge. So 
Um, that's one of the things that you want to consider about a lot of these people that are out here, right? Definitely, Owani, I appreciate that. That's good to see, right? Um, but yeah, you know, these these personality tests, IQ tests, you know, they're all very, very, like you said, subjective, right? Very minimalized, very uh, rudimentary, you know, <laughs> at in their approach. But as we develop... You know this show and develop different things because we're going to have different aspects of this that we're going to really get into next season that will really give some more um, hands-on type stuff where we can actually have some people in here right that we can really test the waters and see right see how indeed. powerful it is indeed indeed well you know with that being said man I think we could we could probably even slice this up in another part or whatnot, because I mean, there's some other elements and different things like that that we might not touched on that much in this episode. But I think, you know, this is definitely a good topic, especially with the rise of interest of people seeking to find. I mean, even just on Facebook, right, or or Instagram stuff, you see these little quizzes, personality quizzes. What which character from Batman are you in? Oh, <laughs> which <man>. adventure? <laughs> <laughs> which Avenger are you most like? Right, all this right, stuff. Right, you, right. You, you know, pe- people are, are are interested, or always have been, probably interested in you know knowing something about themselves. But um, you know, like I said, you know, um, as we grow and as we, you know, our influence grows and stuff like that, you know, we can, you know, bring a whole different paradigm to this whole lexicon. Or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, kind of, I mean, I think it would impact the way, shoot, I mean, just life in general or whatnot. You no know? doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Well, shoot, with that being said, uh, thank you all for tuning in. This was season four, episode three. I mean, episode 23. 23. Or whatnot. Um, you know, we'll be back. This Wednesday, for sure, with episode 24. We're almost getting to the end of this season or whatnot. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Uh, big up to everybody who's out here checking this out live, man. Shout out to y'all or whatnot. Thank you for your input. Thank you for, for you know, hanging out with us this Sunday evening or whatnot. And big up to our Patreons out there or whatnot. Um, Rob, you got anything you want to say to the people before we, before we clock out? Nah, just tune in. Tune in Wednesday. Indeed. Indeed. So uh, thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back Wednesday with another great episode. And we are out. Peace.